What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to The Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. And we are the WDW Couple, fourth week in a row. Oh, the wow, isn't is number four? It is, which means that we've successfully made it an entire month. Well, yeah. Yippee. It doesn't even feel like it, honestly. It just feels like it's part of our, like, regular schedule now. And, yeah, it's been easy, I guess. It's easy when everything's in lockdown. <laughs> I feel like you have I so guess. much more time on your hands. Yeah, it actually does feel like that. But no. the days have been going by fast. It's mid-April now. Yeah, they have, so. uh, which is crazy. It is but. crazy. Moving on to this week's sponsors, we have got Gold Go Getaways. Whether you're planning a... Jeez, I really have he to He does this, this every time. <laughs> the Weekly Breakdown is brought to you by Gold Gal Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next vacation to Florida or a destination around the world. You can submit a quote in the show notes or in the description of this video, and an agent will get back to you with a quote or more information. Or you can head on over to www.goldgalgetaways.com. It's added, the regular three W's. Added a couple of W's in there. <laughs> and this is also always brought to you by JTR Media, uh, which has been awesome. We've been getting a lot of uh, requests been, Yeah, a lot of lately. bookings lately. So we're Everybody's so, excited for I their mean, vacations now, like extra excited. Yeah, I mean, we're not, obviously we're not recording anything at the moment because the parks are closed and everybody's the world's in, closed. in lockdown. But <laughs> um, we have been getting some people who are booking in the future, which is great. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to capture some of those magical moments such as weddings, engagements, vacations, or anything else you could imagine, we are here to help capture it for you. Uh, you can submit a quote in the show notes or email info at jtrmedia.org, or you can even head on over to www.jtrmedia.org. You are so weird. <laughs> I'm working on my uh, second cup of coffee. Oh, my. Clearly, you did not need the second cup. You are being weird. Anyway, um, we are... Still planning on going on our Disney Fantasy group cruise. There is no information in the future about cruises being canceled. They have only canceled things till May. But we're going on our first Disney group cruise in August of this year, August 22nd to 25th, 2020, on the Disney Fantasy out of Port Canaveral. It's a three-night cruise, so we're only going to have one stop, and it is at Disney's Castaway Key. Yeah, so there is a form in our show notes, or you can email events at goldgalgetaways.com. We are also planning our third group cruise at this time as well, mm -hmm. and it is going to be a seven-night Alaskan cruise in July 2021 out of Seattle. You can email events at goldgalgetaways.com and tell them, make sure you specify which WDW couple group cruise you would like to go on, whether it's the Disney cruise or the Alaskan cruise or both. And get you a quote for both if you want to yep. go with both times. <laughs> um, and we plan on doing a lot of sea days. Uh, well, we don't plan on the sea days. We're going to do activities on the sea days. And then on our ports of call, we're going to do some like group activities together. Like yep. group some tours excursions. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can always support us as well through Patreon. You can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash the WDW couple and become a uh, amazing sponsor for the channel and help mm -hmm. in creating some new content. Mm -hmm. So we've got quite a few over there. They're really great, um, mm -hmm. great with feedback. And uh, they get a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. I'm going to be posting, mm -hmm. uh, well, I've already posted it when this gets released, um, some behind the scenes takeouts and some stuff from some older videos for the 
bus transportation that got posted this week. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, leading into that, and you can go back and check out if you haven't already. We made the Cobb salad on Monday Ooh, yeah. from Hollywood Brown Derby. It was pretty good. I don't really remember if it's super close, but somebody commented that a good uh, another good Cobb salad that beats it is over at Animal Kingdom at Rainforest Cafe. Mm-hmm. I find that very shocking, but when it opens back up. How did you bridge to that from Patreon? I'll be there. I'm confused. Um, how did I bridge to that? Because yeah. I, at the time of this posting, had posted behind the scenes video. I actually didn't do it right this second yet. I plan oh, to because okay. I have to copy i have to like cut it out i make was it a quite project. confused of what was happening then anyways um <laughs> but yeah so we posted that the uh how to disney bus transportation around walt disney world posted mm-hmm. either on wednesday or thursday you haven't decided yet yeah, that's on our youtube channel and um hopefully you guys found that interesting if you did please leave us a comment please mm-hmm. give us a thumbs up leave a thumbs up on this video as well it helps us in the algorithm and uh copycat cocktails this week we have done a maui themed because dwayne the rock johnson just released his own uh line of tequila mm-hmm. so we thought it'd be cool to make a maui themed tiki drink with tequila and also a mocktail mm-hmm. uh, for the kiddos out there yeah we're trying to be better about making sure we have a mocktail so yeah we're gonna try and make one just about every episode so it might be three drinks two alcohol one mocktail oh wow we'll see josh is getting uh... not this week not this week <laughs> But in the well, future. obviously not this week because the right. video will have already been posted. But it hasn't, <laughs> we over, been, and we it already, hasn't even been shot yet. No, we're filming it after this. But we already have it planned out what we're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, moving into this week's weekly breakdown, it's very controversial. Because everybody gets controversial when you talk about Disneyland and Disney World. And comparing the attractions. Yes. People get controversial, I feel like, when you talk about comparing Disneyland and Disney World in general, which that is not what we are doing today. I'm pretty sure it says Disneyland versus Disney World attractions. No, just in general, like that Disneyland's smaller. Heaven forbid I say that. Um, and Disney World is bigger. And I think we've talked about it a little bit before, but we like that Disneyland is smaller because when you go there, it's so easy to get around and, like, go do things. It's great. Like, I can, really, really enjoy it. You can it. get so much more done than you can in Disney World in a day. Sorry, there's water in my ear. I just took a shower. Oh, my gosh. He literally cannot sit still over here right now, and it's driving me insane. Like, no. I've been holding my tongue this whole entire time because because he's like <laughs> oh my gosh well he's like the dogs when they want to play also i don't think we really had officially announced this or said this we were live streaming the other day and we had we had talked about it but we were oh, no planning... that wasn't a patreon live stream oh that was the patreon live stream yeah um another benefit of being a patron or a patron pa- patron patron on patreon we do some bi-weekly live streams anyways um we did plan to go to Disneyland. We had mm-hmm. uh, airlines booked. We specifically were going out there for what were we going out there for? What was it? We were the going after to hours party? no, it was Disneyland After Dark Villains. Okay, but for people who don't know what that is, it is similar to an after hours party here at Walt Disney World. Except correct? it's way better. Yes, uh, just for comparison as to what kind of what it is. So they closed down the park. Mm-hmm. You bought the ticket. Only those people who bought tickets can get in. It's very limited, which is much better than here Mm -hmm. uh, in Disney World. And 
the reason we wanted to go to the Villains event, because they've actually had three other events this year, and the Villains was the last one, and then I think there's a Star Wars one like this fall or something that they have eventually announced, but we booked the Villains one when they announced it, and it took me no talking Josh into it at all. He was just like, okay, let's go. Um, but well, they're gonna have they were gonna have villains out for meet and greets. Yeah, that's the best thing about Disneyland after dark events is they have rare, very rare character meet and greets. Well, that's the biggest difference between here and there is that yes. they bring their villains out to do meet and greets. They mm-hmm. don't ever do that here. So basically, what we're gonna do today is compare and contrast the Disney World and Disneyland attractions that are the same. We're not comparing and contrasting all of Disneyland and all of Disney World attractions, just the ones that are the same. So like something like Pirates of the Caribbean and Jungle Cruise and the Treehouse that they have in Adventureland, that sort of thing, because that makes sense to compare to me. And yeah, I've fine, seen a lot of articles about people comparing and contrasting those. And I was like, that would be a really interesting topic to talk about in a podcast. So sure, I thought that was what we could talk about. But we've actually only had, because we had to cancel this one that was supposed to be coming up like next week or something. Um, the end of the we, month. We've only been to Disneyland one time. It was last March. And we were there for technically five days total, but four days in the parks. Mm-hmm. So we actually didn't get to ride everything and we didn't get to ride Space Mountain because it was closed and it was cold. So we didn't ride Splash Mountain because first off, Josh doesn't even like to ride water rides. Um, <laughs> but I don't like soggy, we didn't even soggy shorts, see bro. Splash Mountain because it was like in even, a far back corner we and we never went there. there. So we didn't ride Winnie the Pooh either, which nope. I wish we would have because I've heard Disneyland's Winnie the Pooh is better than Walt Disney World's. Well, the first one I have on the list here, these are in no particular order at all. I literally just typed sure them on here not. as I thought of them. And the first one I always think of is Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland and Disney World. They are similar, but they are different. Well, Pirates at Disneyland is longer. It is. Uh, it has a few more scenes, I think, mm-hmm. obviously because it is longer. Um, and the whole queue setup is a little bit different as well. Yes, definitely different. So the queue at Disney World, since that's our home park, I will say, um, that whole queue is all covered and in, most of it's actually inside. Yeah, the queue at Walt Disney World for Pirates is all inside, except for the one little part that's outside, but that's all covered. And then you go inside and you're going through like a queue to get obviously you're going through a queue to get on the ride but <laughs> yeah i mean as i was saying that i was like that makes absolutely no sense because that's exactly what a queue is for um you can see like cannons and cannonballs and there's pirates in like cells and i love the ones that are like playing chess that are skeletons and oh yeah where it's different at disneyland because that queue is mostly all outside and it's actually not a very long queue. And that ride right. gets really busy. And it does not have a fast pass at Disneyland. Remember? Oh, that's right. It doesn't. Because we ran to it that one day when it was raining in the morning mm-hmm. and there was nobody there. But we had walked past it before and, like, it is just packed outside. It gets busy. Waiting to get in there. But it's really cool because when you get inside, you can actually see the boats going, like, right beside the queue. Like, mm-hmm. remember? It's, like, really yep. weird, honestly. It's very open. Like, that... <laughs> That whole loading area is very open, which is kind of nice. One big difference, though, between it and Disney World is that it actually is very similar to the Three Caballeros in Epcot, which in that it 
runs out into a restaurant. So mm-hmm. you can be sitting in Blue Bayou and be eating your dinner in a very, very extremely dark lit dining experience and um, kind of see the boats go by. But mm-hmm. uh, you have to be right up against the fence or the edge, I guess. Really, yeah, to, to have a good view it. of the boats. Yeah. So, um, which is cool. But, you know, I don't really, I, I'm afraid to really uh, say any of my opinions about it. What? Why? Uh, I don't know. Isn't that what this is about? Yeah. I just don't want to get ripped apart in comments and things. Okay, whatever. So, um, yeah, Pirates at Disneyland is definitely longer. There's a few scenes that are different at Disneyland when you're going, like, through that one, like, long tunnel, remember? Yeah. And there's, like, a couple different scenes on the side. Like, I remember there's one where he's, like, sitting in gold or something. And then there's one where it's, like, in a bed, like a skeleton in a bed or something. Yeah. Which was different and... I almost thought unnecessary, but was still cool, I guess. <laughs> I mean, cool it's... Cool seeing different scenes on the same ride. It's the original Pirates, or yeah, was Walt Disney World's original Pirates. Mm-hmm. Which one came first? Mm-hmm. Their Pirates or our Disneyland. Pirates? Disneyland. Okay. I don't have the years written down. <laughs> no, I I mean, it was a good, it's a great attraction. Mm-hmm. It's definitely um, a good one to experience. It's a classic. Uh, I think I prefer more of Walt Disney World just because it's a little bit shorter. Um, it, it, it just because it, it's a dark ride, but it just takes up so much time. You know, yes. it's like a 25 minute I attraction. I think the one at Walt Disney World is long enough to begin yeah. with, and then the one at Disneyland is even longer. But so I guess I prefer the Walt Disney World version, but I do like that, like the queue when you are getting on Pirates mm-hmm. at Disneyland, and like you can see the boats come right there, and you get on the boat, and then you like go past the restaurant. Like, I just think that's cool. Like, I always loved that feeling on um, Living with the Land in Epcot of, like, when people were in the restaurant and they could look down and see you. Like, oh, there's people on that ride. Like, yeah. And when you ride the um, Three Caballeros in Mexico Pavilion, like, oh, those people can see you on the boat. Like, yeah. I just like to be that person on the boat that's like, oh, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I've always liked that. Now, I will say one thing that is nice about Disneyland is you do have a higher chance of seeing Johnny Depp walking around oh, inside yeah. the attraction. That has happened. Uh, than you would ever have here at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. um, just because he's in California so often. Well, I think we can move on to Soren. Okay. We were expecting it to still be Soren <laughs> for California. And it was Soren around the world. They did change it, too. I'm like... It's been a year since we've been there, and we were really looking forward to going back again so that we could, like, you know, refresh our memory and just, you know, do more and do the things that we didn't get to do last time. Right. So, my bad. Well, I, I found that <laughs> to be kind of disappointing, though, because it is, it's it's California. That's kind yes. of where I think they should have just left it as Soarin' Out of California because it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. You come to Walt Disney World, you get Soarin' around the world. Yeah, you're um, right. I do remember like yeah. looking forward to the orange. The, the only difference smell. was that you just finish at Disneyland instead of finishing at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's in a huge building. It's like a giant hangar, which is kind of cool. It's themed differently than what it is here in Walt Disney I World. I like the theming a lot better at California. Absolutely. So do I. Because Walking it's, into it's the designed queue. to mm-hmm. be that, you know. Mm-hmm. And here it's just, it's in the land. Which You're at like what? It's like Grizzly Peak or something is like that area? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't quote us on that. We're probably wrong. But 
I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but here it's just it's in the land pavilion in Epcot, which I guess in the realm of Epcot and how they have things arranged, it makes sense. But it really it doesn't whenever you compare it to Disneyland and how Disneyland is themed um, yeah. for Soren and, and where it's at. Yeah, so. I think Soren definitely fits the theming better at Disneyland and I right. like like I love the sign that they have out front and then I love the queue how it's like almost kind of how you're going on an adventure yeah like they have like all the backpacks and stuff in there so I like that now I am pretty sure that they do have just as many uh theaters in there so they do continue to move pretty quickly yeah. just like they do here mm-hmm. so but yeah we they're, used the, they're the same attraction queues mm-hmm. the only thing that's different is the queue mm-hmm. dang I can't believe I messed that up Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so we'll move on to It's a Small World, which is extremely different uh, in the fact that it is much longer at Disneyland. Yeah. Partially open up outside, mm-hmm. not totally enclosed. Um, just that, just the beginning and the very end. Yeah, but I think but I think that's, that's a big difference. Um, I think that's a big difference about the attraction. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like Small World, I think, in Disneyland. Than I, I like it more in Disneyland than I do here. I do too. And Small World was probably one of my favorite rides whenever I was little going to Walt Disney World. Like that was something our whole entire family could ride together. We all got in one of those boats and we'll go ride around and sing the song and then it'd be stuck in your head the whole entire day. But I love the Disneyland version. And I love to talk about the Disneyland version of It's a Small World because I will never forget that moment whenever we walked up to it and we got in those boats and it just like clicked in my head like this is from the movie Tomorrowland like that movie is not popular at all Tomorrowland with George Clooney no, and not. whoever else is in it unfortunately um, it it was actually a pretty decent movie I liked it but that scene where they're like at the world's fair and they like get in this little boat it, they filmed it right there at Disneyland. So, and when we walked up to that, I had no idea that they filmed that there. And when we walked up to it and we got in those boats, I'm like, this is right out of the movie Tomorrowland. So then I like searched it and they filmed it right there. So I was like, yeah. that is really cool that they actually filmed a movie right there at Disneyland so they could get that because that ride was at the World's Fair. It was. So that was really cool and I liked it. So that's. That's like a feeling of nostalgia for me, even though I didn't experience It's a Small World in Disneyland as a child, and I obviously didn't go to that World's Fair whenever it was, like a long, long time ago before like my parents were born. Who knows if my grandparents were born? I don't know what year it happened. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> Whatever. But like, it gives me that sense of like Disney history and Disney nostalgia that I love about Disney, whether it's Disney World or Disneyland or Disney movies or whatever, just Disney. Like, I love that. Yeah. And then I also really like when you go into the attraction that there are Disney characters in the different scenes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Princesses, basically, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. It's like Cinderella, Jasmine. Um, Alice and the rabbit are in there. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. uh, Little Mermaid and Flounder. Um, who else is in there? Oh, no. Uh, Woody and Jesse and Bullseye. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. like mm-hmm. that. There's not like a like kind of like Frontierland or like American type scene in yeah. um, It's a Small World at Walt Disney World. And there is a Disneyland and it has Woody and Jesse. And I was like, oh, or Woody. And, I'm pretty sure Jesse's in there too, but I specifically remember Woody and Bullseye. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah. what? 
So it's a smaller scene in the ride, but I loved that little part. Well, it's just, it's a little bit more inclusive into the Disney brand, right? Whereas yes. what is here in Disney World is probably closer to what you would have found at the World's Fair mm-hmm. as far as being culturally representative mm-hmm. um, and not introducing a bunch of IPs uh, into the attraction. Not that it's like, oh my gosh, it's Pixar and Toy Story. No, like, not it, like that. Like it's uh, it's very subtle. There's yes. still the regular um, little, little dolls. Anim- yeah, uh-huh. little animatronic dolls. They're just dressed to represent that character. So. Yeah, it was like actually, it's like you wouldn't even know where those dolls were at except for the where they're placed. So they're kind of like by themselves a little bit. So it's easier to pick out like, oh, that's Cinderella. Oh, that's Alice and the White Rabbit. Oh, there's Lilo and Stitch on a surfboard. But they just fit so well into the theming. They look so cute, too. They do. <laughs> and it's a good attraction. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is a little bit longer than Disney World's maybe. It definitely is. I feel like it has more scenes. It does. Or at least the scenes are longer. Yeah. So there's but. a Mulan too, Mushu and Mulan. Oh yeah, there is. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so. I definitely like I like Disneyland's version better. Yeah. Okay. Most definitely. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit about Haunted Mansion because they are different, um, and mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest differences. Spoiler alert: If you don't know, or if you've if you haven't figured it out, is that the one in Disneyland? The stretching room is actually an elevator. Oh, yeah, it is. And you do actually, uh, I believe you do actually go downstairs. Down. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they couldn't do that here in Florida because... Um, you, you can't go down in well, Florida. Magic Kingdom is up off the ground a little bit. Um, there are utilidors that are down below there, but where Haunted Mansion is at, um, it's just, it, it wouldn't have been really possible to do that. So mm-hmm. um, you don't actually go down at Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. But, yeah, so, uh, and it's a little bit different. Still an amazingly great attraction. Mm-hmm. I think probably one of the best uh, things about it is that during the holiday seasons, it actually is. At Disneyland. It gets yeah. an overlay at Disneyland. Um, we don't get that here in Walt Disney World. I'm not really sure why we don't. Um, I just feel like our Haunted Mansion is different. I like, mean, it is a little bit, yeah. I feel like if they dressed ours up for, like, with the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff... I just don't feel like it would look right. No. I think the theming of like our just the mansion style with that brick and everything, I don't feel like that would look right if it was decorated compared to their one their mansion that's more like southern style out in cuz it's in New Orleans Square. Right. Like with having the you know those big pillars, those big white pillars and everything out front. And no, that makes sense. White, like I feel like that one's easier to decorate and change the theming. At least outside, inside doesn't really matter. You could change that on either attraction. I mean, but. I I would I don't really care about the outside as much, just because especially for the the um, Halloween parties, whenever you whenever you're there, you've got Madame Leota and her sister that go out there and they do their little chit chat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I think that it's it's spooky enough and. Mm-hmm. And themed well enough that it doesn't need that here in Walt Disney World. But it would be kind of cool to see it overlaid, um, I think, yeah. inside for the attraction and a little bit different. Maybe have Jack Skellington hosting. That would Maybe. be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But We've uh, never got to experience the overlay at Disneyland, though. We have not. Because we've only been there in March. Yep. Not one time. 
and we would have <laughs> been back in April, but that would, wouldn't matter. They don't have an overlay for that either. Mm-hmm. But now one disadvantage of that, though, is that um, basically half of the year their haunted mansion has an overlay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to kind of have to take that with, uh, you know, if you want to experience the original regular haunted mansion, you have to go when it's not that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Spring and summer, basically. So, yeah. Yes. Which, is there, is there any other differences, really? I mean, the the mansions are pretty much the same on the inside. The outsides look completely different. Right. Completely I mean, different style two different, of mansion. Yeah, they're two different areas yeah, within I the mean, parks. Ours is Liberty Square at Walt Disney World, and Disneyland's is New Orleans Square. So completely different. Theming. Like theming and almost time period. Yeah, culture. Like, um, and then on the inside, um, you're actually, I forget which part it is, but like, oh, I think it's the hallway with like the picture frames. When you're you're actually riding down that hall in disney world but you're still walking down that hall in disneyland and it's still part of the queue because when we walked through that part i was like oh that's weird and then you got on the ride and then um pretty much most of it's similar or the same it's very similar i think it is pretty pretty close um except they have the hat box ghost at disneyland right after you like come out of the attic or whatever or coming out of the attic i guess which is kind of cool. That was cool to see that. And we actually, we got stopped right in front of the Hatbox Ghost we when did. we rode it. So that was cool because, like, that was something I've always wanted to see is the Hatbox Ghost. Like, I know what it is and I've seen pictures of it. I've never actually seen it in person until that trip. And then we got stopped in front of it and I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. Which version do you like better, though? Uh, I'm not really sure. That's a tough one. You don't have a preference? You're good with either? I think I'm good with either. Yeah. I would like to be able to see the overlay, though. I would like that to might, see the overlay, That might too. sway my opinion. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, because you do like Nightmare Before Christmas. I do. I like mm-hmm. that movie a lot. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a preference either, I don't think. I, I could. I would be good with either one. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm just used to what ours looks like on the outside. And I do really like our queue. Our outside queue. The interactive outside queue. Right. If you don't use FastPass. I do like that. When yeah, they one it. of the few outside queues that we actually have in Disney World. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot. I guess so. You know, because six months out of the year, it's raining every day. <laughs> every day. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on to Big Thunder Mountain. Um, it's a pretty good attraction. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think, for the most part, it is basically a copy and paste it's pretty close to the um, same. And the only real difference is that you can actually walk all the way around Big Thunder Mountain, right? I'm pretty sure. At least close um, to it, if not the whole way around. And queue layout is different, obviously. Uh, and there is Fast Pass for it that you can use for both of them. But probably the biggest difference is when they did the updates to both Thunder Mountains here in Walt Disney World and in Disneyland is that they added this really cool kind of explosion TNT type of scene uh, at the end in Disneyland and we were supposed to get it here but it never really happened so there's like kind of an explosion but not, not really. really so <laughs> um, but I mean it still is a really great attraction both mm-hmm. ways and either way that you look at it or ride it or however you want to experience mm-hmm. whatever, and like the I guess. way the way it's set up like 
you can see the walkways and stuff in completely different places than where you would see at Disney World. Yeah. And, like, you go under a bridge or something, too. Like, you don't even know. In Disneyland? You don't even know. On the train? Yeah. But you're, like, going under a walkway. Maybe it's not very copy and paste, then. I don't know. I mean, it feels like it. It's a roller coaster on a train. No, I mean, it's so it's a great it's a great attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm getting the video. I don't know if anybody saw it, where the guy like jumps off of Thunder Mountain going up the slope because he dropped his phone. You don't remember that? That happened in no. Disneyland. I'm pretty sure. A guy had lost his phone on the on the basically on the train, so he jumped off when it was going up the slope, which was an autumn, Like immediately, the train stopped running. And the guy, like, ran down to get his phone. It was a big, big ordeal. They had to shut the attraction down. I don't everybody off. remember that at all. Yeah. Hmm. It happened. I saw it hmm. with my own eyes. Okay. You were there? On the YouTube. Or maybe it was Facebook. I don't remember. <laughs> Tip. I mean, was, I liked it, too. It was another good attraction. Um, I, th- I think, for the most part, it's pretty much the same thing. And the next time we go back, I would like to ride it. If we didn't ride it, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Not riding it. Just because we have it here mm-hmm. in Walt Disney World. Yeah. So. On to Jungle Cruise that Josh does not remember. Go ahead. I remember taking pictures in the queue and there was a sign that was like, I forget what it said, but it was like a giraffe, like stretching its legs to like reach the dock and the boat. And it was hilarious. How do you not remember? It's pretty much the same. But it's the original. It is the original. Mm-hmm. Comment down below, is there or is there not a tunnel in the Jungle Cruise? Cause there's Josh there's not a big bangle t- tiger. <gasps> You're right. There was no tunnel because the tiger was outside. Right. See? Ah. They are different. The Jungle Cruise still just feels, besides not having a tunnel, it feels like the same. To well, me. of course. I mean, it's. Basically, I mean, these are all basically the same attractions, right? Like, if you haven't been... I saved the ones that are the most different to be towards the end. Uh, well, I see that. I'm looking at the list. but I Even mean, though like, I said this is in no particular order. But in the jungle, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, here you go through the tunnel. There's a bunch of jokes about going into the tunnel and root canals and things like that. In Disneyland, there is no tunnel. No, he miraculously remembers. Well, because I watched this POV really quickly to remember myself, to recall. We were going to do this podcast after we came back from Disneyland. That's what I'm telling myself. To make it sound like I know kind of what I'm talking about. Whatever. Um, Yeah. I prefer our Jungle Cruise here at Walt Disney World than the one at Disneyland. Because I like going through the tunnel. It's scary. I like our version of the Jungle Cruise better because you're right. I do like the tunnel. I'm also just kind of used to it. But... um, yeah, I honest. If I'm being honest, Be I can honest. I can go without riding the Jungle Cruise for a quite a long time. It's a good attraction every once in a while, but it's not like one that I would have to ride every single trip or whatever. I could skip it and I wouldn't be super sad. I hate the queue, except at Christmas time, because I feel like the Jungle Cruise queue you stand in forever because of the loading and unloading of the boats. Right. Well, we almost never ride it, though, unless we've got a fast pass. We mm-hmm. never um, do standby because the standby does get extremely long. And again, and I've just, done the standby once as for experience, and it was And you're fun. just standing there. There's not. It's not an interactive queue like a lot of attractions not have in moved any to. Way. So 
it might be a little bit more interactive now that you've got the Disney Parks Play app, and there Maybe. may be something interactive in there with that. But um, yeah, I would choose our Jungle Forget Cruise. Forget about it. You know, so. All right, well, let's move on to Tarzan's Treehouse. Do you remember what that looked like? Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about Swiss Family Robinson. Robinson? Robinson's? Uh, here there. at Walt Disney World, which is basically a giant treehouse uh, mm-hmm. somewhat themed from the Swiss Family Treehouse movie. That's not what it was called. Swiss, but. Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but... One thing that's really cool about here in Magic Kingdom is that it is overlooking an adventure land. So mm-hmm. when you get to the top, you can get a pretty nice view. Uh, you can kind of see pirates. You can see where Aladdin's at. You the can, Tiki Room? You can look. Oh, yeah. You see the Tiki Room. You can look out across. You can see uh, Cinderella's Castle when the fireworks are going off. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, I don't know if they really let people stand up there or if they try to keep the line moving, but it is a different perspective for you to see fireworks from a different area. You can um, see Space Mountain area. from up there, too. You can see Space Mountain. And I mean, Splash Mountain in the distance. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you get up to the very top, it's a pretty decent mm-hmm. bird's-eye view of the park, um, which is pretty cool. Not to say that you're that high up in the air, but um, it is cool. it is up there, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then the Tarzan's Treehouse in Disneyland is themed to the house that basically Tarzan's parents built whenever they were shipwrecked, I guess, in Africa? Wherever it happened. Where, wherever Tarzan takes place. <laughs> well, gorillas are in Africa, aren't they? <laughs> Moving on to more about the treehouse. Yeah, so um, it's actually different to enter the treehouse than it is at Swiss Family Robinson. Now, both of them have stairs that you have to climb up in and around, so you have to be able to walk through the stairs. Um, But with Tarzans, you actually walk upstairs around a tree, a smaller tree, and then you walk across a bridge to go get in the rest of the tree. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And like I said, it's so they're both themed to movies, but the one in Disney World is themed to Swiss Family Robinson, which... For me, I've never even seen that before. So it's a pretty old one. It's not super relatable for me. Where Tarzan is a movie I've seen a million times, and even though I don't know where it takes place, um, this is a joke. Um. It's not a joke. She doesn't know. <laughs> it's a joke now. Um, whatever. Just make me sound dumb. Uh, you did that yourself. I didn't say it's, anything. It's more relatable for me because I've seen that movie a lot of times. And it's like the treehouse that you see in the movie that they built. And I do like that whenever you're climbing up into the treehouse, it actually scared the crap out of me. The jaguar is up there. And it, like, roars at you. Yeah, it's scary. But it was really cool to be able to see that because it looks just like the one from the movie. Like, it was awesome. And then as you go down through, like, you see their little house. And then down at the bottom, there's actually a um, Mrs. – it's not Tarzan, but – I mean, it is and it isn't. Um, There's a Mrs. Potts and Chip, like, teapot and cup. And if you have seen Tarzan, whenever they're doing the Trash in the Camp song, those – they're actually in that scene, Mm -hmm. that little – that teapot and that cup. And then they're in the house, which is cool, too. I personally like the Disneyland version better. I honestly did not even know there was a Tarzan's Treehouse before we got to Disneyland. I didn't know until we, like, were walking up towards it. And I was like, we are doing that. Like, that would have been something. If we were coming to Walt Disney World for the first time and we saw this was Family Robinson Treehouse, I'd have been like, oh, I can skip that. 
because it had I didn't do it for probably well, a long I, time. I did skip it on my first time mm-hmm. to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Who cares if if Josh wanted to experience on his first time there? Guess what? You live here now, so what's it matter? Um, I actually would prefer Tarzan's actually over mm-hmm. Swiss Family, it just because it's a little. I think it's cooler. Mm-hmm. It's uh more fun, mm-hmm. and um, especially walking across that bridge is kind of cool yes, too. Yes, I do like so. that bridge part. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Indiana Jones and Dinosaur. Now, I feel like that the ride itself is actually a different track layout, but everybody is saying that the tracks are exactly the same, and so they can easily bring Indiana Jones to um, Walt Disney World here and put it in Animal Kingdom. That is not um, a rumor. It's it's a rumor that is nothing confirmed. No, I'm not saying it's a rumor. I'm, I'm saying just saying people, because all, people always say, they're bringing it here, they're bringing it here. Oh, well, I'm just saying, but yeah, people say that they should they should bring it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually prefer them to just leave them where they're at. It is a very cool attraction. It is very mm-hmm. different. But if they're the exact same track layout, you know, why not leave Dinosaur themed here? Mm-hmm. Leave Indiana Jones themed there, um, and you can experience the different types of theming for the, for the I, same attraction. I really like that it's... I guess a similar attraction, but they're com- they feel completely different. They do. Other than that's the same vehicle, but I like that I have to go to Disneyland to ride that, and that it's not here too. I like rides that are unique. So, yeah. I mean, this is an odd topic for me to be talking about if I like their unique rides, but yeah, yeah. I like I like something that I can't get at every Disney theme park. Right. Like, I like to be able to go places and ride the stuff that I can't get here. Right. Um, now, the queues are extremely different mm, um, yeah. for very obvious reasons. One is dinosaur-themed, one is Indiana Jones-themed. But even at that, um, the queue itself, the physical queue, is a completely different layout. Um, a very different experience. A lot of different things to see in Indiana Jones. Not as much to see here in Walt Disney World, number one, because the queue is nowhere near as long as what mm-hmm. it is in Disneyland. Nope. Um, you can see some cool fossils here that they've got in a, in a case, but it's really just more of you do a little bob and weave through, like, the main area here in Walt Disney World, and they've got the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you go through there, you it's go right into the like movie. It's basically like a museum yeah. area. And, and you go right into the movie. Great movie. The I like, movie? I the pre-show? The pre-show. I like the pre-show here more than I like the Indiana Jones one. The I think pre- it's more unique and I, clever. I think we like the pre-show better than the ride. <laughs> well, I mean, they had to really design it um, from scratch. You know, Indiana Jones in, in Disneyland, mm-hmm. they actually pulled from the movie. So um, some of those characters. Yeah. I I love the pre-show here at Disney World. Josh and I quote it like every time we do dinosaur. I actually used to hate riding dinosaur and honestly I just like riding it now because I love the pre-show. Yeah. And then I just scream the whole entire ride. Cuz it's dark and there's you dinosaurs do. coming from everywhere. <laughs> but but it's fun now. But Indiana Jones, like, yeah, like Josh was saying, like, the queue is so long. It is. It's a long walk. Like, you are walking way far back in there. Like, I, you know, it actually kind of makes sense, though, that I'm thinking about it now. Like, that you're going into this, like, underground Right. I mean, you're going back in. Mm -hmm. Type place. For sure. So, so it kind of fits the theming, but it is a hike. Yeah. I do like the Indiana Jones theming more than I like Dinosaur here. I do, But too. I'd rather it stay there 
gives mm-hmm. me a reason, another mm-hmm. reason to kind of go back and enjoy Disneyland. Yeah. So. Um, and I think the ride itself, the vehicle's the same. It feels like you're riding in this, like, whatever, yeah. jungle jeep and Land Rover, Time jungle Rover. Jeep. Yeah, jungle jeep. Whatever. <laughs> um, I want a shirt that says jungle jeep. Um, but Dinosaur is just so much more dark. Where Indiana Jones, I feel like you can see better. Oh, absolutely. And see, like, what's going lit. on. And I I really like the Indiana Jones version a yeah. lot. Like, That's a good one. I think that was, besides cars, like Radiator Springs Racers, Indiana Jones was probably the ride that we rode, like, second. Probably. Most while we were out there. Yep. Because we really liked it. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about California Screaming, which is not, that's not what it's called. Right? <laughs> it's called the Incredicoaster. Exactly. Oopsie. Um, versus Rock and Roller Coaster, which, mm-hmm. again, nowhere, they're, or they're not the same attraction. No. Um, totally different styles of roller coasters as well, I think. Pretty much. I mean, uh, Incredicoasters, basically, it was like a wooden coaster. It's now got like a steel track. Well, I just meant like the vehicle itself. Um in the way that it operates? No, actually, I don't think it is because it uses magnetics. And so I think they're actually the same type of like a coaster system. Um, but obviously, rock and roll coaster all mm-hmm. inside uh, and Incredicoaster outside, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Makes for some really great photos and video. I just have to say, it's really funny that I put California Screaming because I never rode California Screaming, so I don't know why I wrote that. And um, there have been multiple times where I'm talking about Pixar Pier, and I call it Paradise Pier. And I was never there to even experience Paradise Pier. <laughs> so I don't know why I call it that. It must be all the pictures I see on Instagram, like, from the past. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Throwback Thursdays. <laughs> um, so I, I guess something about the Incredicoaster, one thing that I really – well, a couple things I really like about it. Number one is um, I think they did a pretty good job of – theming a coaster that really probably can't get themed all that well because it's outside because um, it's outside mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of stuff to attach things to that don't kind of like make it look really odd and out of place mm-hmm. you know i mean if you took if you took uh rock and roller coaster and lifted the building off of it and then and still had all the signs and everything like that all outside i think it would look very very strange yeah um, agreed it, it probably wouldn't be sticking out like the Incredicoaster does because it doesn't go way up into the air mm-hmm. like the Incredicoaster does. But um, it also, again, wouldn't be the same attraction either. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that it's um, inside, number one, because it's Florida. Almost all of our attractions are inside. But uh, it helps to develop that theme further. The thing with, with the Incredicoaster, um, it's very subtle, but it's well done. You know, Um, the thing that I always think about is when you go out of the tunnel and there's Jack Jack and you smell the cookies and they've got just a few cookies here and there as you go racing by Um, just little things like that. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a roller coaster through and through, but they've done just a few things to theme it up a little bit more Mm -hmm. to make it a little more. And the audio throughout the whole attraction is is very good as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Incredicoaster. That was quite good. But I also love rock and roller coaster. Yeah, so do I. I don't think I could ever pick one or the other, like bobsleds and Everest. Those are um, two that like 
you would have to, if you went to Disneyland and you went to Disney World, those would be two that you could not miss out on. Right. You'd have to do them both. Mm-hmm. Um, both go, they both have a loop. So you go mm-hmm. upside down. Either way, you've got overhead um, over the shoulder harnesses that come down. Uh, However, but, Rock and Roller Coaster, you have an inversion as well. Oh, you do have an inversion as well. But I, what I really like, too, about Calif- or, uh, the Incredicoaster Oops. is that uh, that launch is outside, and you can just stand basically on the boardwalk pier area and watch them just go take off and see the water come up. And like I said, it, it makes for good video and some good photos if you can time it right and get mm-hmm. the lighting right and things like that. So, Yeah. Cool. I did enjoy standing there like a couple times just watching it yeah. launch. Yeah. So. Oh, now I want to be back in Disneyland. I know. Me it too. It was so much fun. It was cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are two that you can't just pick one or the other. No, you you have to. You <laughs> those have two to, are both awesome. You've got to experience them both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think hopefully in the near future we'll see rock and Col- rock and Col- roller coaster, the rock and roller coaster get an overlay or of be some rethemed sort. Um, of some sort. Yeah, to a Disney IP. I'm honestly surprised it hasn't already. Yeah, I mean it's been rumored for years uh, with multiple different things, but I'm sure at some point it's going to come. It might mm-hmm. be even later now. Yeah, just with all this craziness. Um, but it'll happen. So, mm-hmm. cool. Next one. Raider Springs Racers versus Test Track. Mm-hmm. Now, I think people have said that this is the same track. It's not, but it, it there's doesn't no feel way. like it to me. There's, there's no way it could be the same track because you're basically a dual, you're dueling cars almost the entire way through. No, you're not. Not till the end. Oh, not till the end. But even then, I think it's still a little bit, it feels different though to me. So, it feels different to me too, but it's hard to say because majority of test track is inside. Right, and most of this is also inside as well, I guess. I would say maybe half of it is inside. Maybe. Because I remember the first time we rode Radiator Springs Racers, like you load in like a covered area, but it's still basically outside. And all the queues outside. And then you go out and it's like you're just like on this little Sunday mm-hmm. drive. And then you make this turn and the music changes. And it's like you're seeing this like. Yeah, you're huge, seeing the landscape. Like, and it's just like, what? Yeah. I think I I really prefer Radiator Springs to Test Track. It's a. 100%. It's a great attraction. I don't agree with bringing it to Walt Disney World again. Agreed. I would rather have it out there. It's something to do out there. We don't need it here. Um I would like to see Test Track reimagined, though. Again? Um, yeah, I actually really like the Test Dummies one. I liked um, the original, too. I, I mean, I know that it's the same attraction. It just has a different overlay um, compared to whatever that was. But I like that way a little bit better. This, like, kind of weird, futuristic Test Track technology in the way that they... It's just... It, it's kind of, to me... It's just not enough of like a futuristic, like a futuristic type of of theme, um, with the lighting and how they do everything. So I would like to see it redone, uh, mm-hmm. something else. Even go back to the test dummies. I think that was cool. I did like uh, that. a little bit more interactive, especially for kids. I mean, there were so many cool things to see in there when you walk through the queue. Yeah, the queue now, now is quite like boring. That. It's not like that mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, so. they've got like some cars and like some light up stuff in there, but it's not no. the same as. All, looking at all those test dummies and watching them because right. they actually like tested in there like you could mm-hmm. see it like hit the knee of that one thing right. and it like flicked its leg up and they did change some of that space so that you could design your own car but 
at the same time, I think it would be better to be rethemed. So, uh, Radiator Springs Racers is an awesome attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really well done. Really well themed. And let me tell you, I don't even like the Cars movies, but I yeah, love Radiator Springs, and I love the ride Radiator Springs Racers. The theming is just spot on. It is. I mean, it is just, and it's just a fantastic attraction. Mm-hmm. And don't let people tell you that you have to be in one car or the other to always win the race because that's not true. Um, it is randomized, and you can win in any car, in any side. We've won side. and we've lost, but mostly on won. both sides. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love Randy Anders Briggs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters versus Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. Now, the Astro Blasters is in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Space Ranger Spin is in Walt Disney World. I'm looking at you like this because I'm interested to hear what you have to say about these two. Um, I like ours, but I would like to have the movable uh, blasters like they do in disneyland yeah the only problem i had though with disneyland was that like i felt like half the time my gun did not work i had the worst time trying to get it to work it it just did not seem to want to function properly Mm -hmm. so i don't know if it had been a while since it has been uh upgraded or uh Updated? updated updated but i don't know but i actually did not like Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters in Disneyland because I did not like that you could pick up your trigger. You mean pick up the pick gun? Up the, the gun. You can't pick up the trigger. You can pull the trigger. You know what I meant. I thought it was really hard and there were different targets. So there were like a couple different shapes and different shapes were worth more points and it, I felt I felt like I was riding the Men at Black at Universal well, because I feel like that is so hard and that's I felt like Astro Blasters was really hard. You just didn't understand how to get the high points. Yeah, but we wrote it like three times, and I still could not figure the stinking thing out. And my score was still like five. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I think that it's still a good attraction. I would still prefer to have those. Like, I still like ours, I think, probably more than theirs. Mm-hmm. I would just like to have the option to pick it up and move it around. And does it spin in Disneyland? Can you yeah, still I spin so. it, I think, right? Um, I don't remember. You know, you almost don't have to be able to spin it in Disneyland because you can maneuver the gun any way you need to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I like Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin better at Walt Disney World um, because I like that all the targets are the same. And I feel like I can line my gun up better because it is on a stand and I'm not picking it up and trying to hold it. But I know you think or wish that yours would be able to be picked up. I just wish... We had more, like, that it would stay on the stand, but you had more, like, room. Like, it could move and, like, pivot more. Right. Like, I wish it could go up and down higher, and I wish it could go, go left to right further. That's what makes it challenging. If if it could do that a little bit more, I mean, because we already score Galactic Hero basically every time we ride it. We don't so, even ride together, so. So, I mean, what's it even matter? But, like, <laughs> I love the ride. Because I love the competition that we have when we ride it. And that's why I love Toy Story Mania. And, like, I always want to get a fast pass for it. I mean, I love Slinky Dog, too. But, like, I'm always like, oh, I got to beat Josh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I just wish the gun could move a little bit more. That's all. all. So let's talk about the last one that we have on our list, which is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is formally 
Toy Story, or, uh, Toy Story uh, Tower of Terror in Disneyland versus our Tower of Terror here in Walt Disney World. And I actually would like to see, I actually wouldn't mind a combination of the two. Um, I prefer our track layout and ride here in Walt Disney World. It's it's a better theme than what is in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I did really like the video aspect and how they um, added that in there. But with that being said, I still like how ours is you you go up the elevator, then you come out of the elevator and you go through the room and you go back into another elevator shaft. I like that a lot more, but it would be cool. I mean, like if, if it got to the point where they're like, I think we need to retheme this, it would be cool if they could retheme it to a Guardians of the Galaxy type of deal. Um, I don't know that they ever will need to, or if, I mean, with rights, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it is always a super long wait, so... Yeah, so I like ours a lot better here in Walt Disney World because I like the Twilight Zone theme. I love that, I I mean, I loved that I was scared to go on this ride as a child. And, like, now riding it now, I'm like, no wonder I was scared because this would be scary for a kid. Yeah. Like, I love that theming. But it's, like, it's Disney scary. So it's not really scary, but it's, like, kind of scary. A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I did really like... Mission Breakout at Disneyland. I liked the queue. I liked being able to see all that the different... Cool. And I like the queue at Disney World, too. They're they're both very, like, immersive into, yep. like, the story and everything. And I like the... Um, they do have a Rocket Audio Animatronic at Disneyland. In and the he's one pretty cool. Queue, and it, 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 or in the queue. In, like, the pre-show room, which would be, like, the library at Walt Disney World. I like that. But I don't like that it's one elevator shaft and it basically just goes up and down and you get on and off at the same spot because that makes the line so much longer at Disneyland. Right. Even if you have a fast pass, I feel like you're waiting a while yep. because those people get in that elevator, they have to go up and down and do their ride and then they come down and they get out and then the next group can get on. Where it's different at Walt Disney World because we have that we have two separate elevator shafts, you have the one that it goes up, then you go forward and then you get in the dropping mm-hmm. shaft. And you so, still exit off of that same shaft. Yes, in a, in a different, different location. location. So then that way, like, it's just a, con- it's not continuously moving, but it moves a lot faster. It because, can move more people. Yes, just the way it's all set up. So I like that whole aspect of it a lot better than I do with the Disneyland version. But I did really like the screens. I thought that they were, like, super super high definition like yeah i really felt like those characters were there even though it was a screen you feel that it was better than the fast and furious of universal oh god let's not even mention that dear well, lord the other thing about guardians of the galaxy is that it is a more relatable uh it's a more relatable ip it is now it, well yes. our tower of terror is not an ip we don't own the rights to that at all no but, but it was a show but it is yeah it was a show but we don't own the show either that mm-hmm. is a more relatable experience than what our tower mm-hmm. terror is so in the future they may change it um but at the same time our at least they track and how it works i think is better than theirs yes i agree with that i do really like I like the storylines at both places. Storylines are good, yeah. But Mm -hmm. I like that we have ours, and then I can go to Disneyland, and I can do their version. Right. I just just wish the track was a little bit different. That's always going to bother me. Yep. So, cool. 
Well, that is all we've got for this week's weekly breakdown. We made it through. We made it the whole way through. <laughs> Only had to watch a couple of POVs. Had no idea what we were talking about. Um, so hopefully, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, uh, you'll be back to listen again next week. Uh, hey, listen. I was relying on you to have read what we were talking about this week and to know what you were talking about so I could rely on you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> disappointments everywhere. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Mm-hmm. We are going to uh, get started on Copycat Cocktails here shortly. So Which hopefully, you have hopefully already watched yesterday. Yeah, hopefully. If you haven't, <laughs> take the time, go back, check it out, leave us a comment and something you might like to see. Give us a big thumbs up. And uh, we'll see you all next week. <laughs>